personally. Were you really? We had a surprise party for Andy. Uh, Woo! Uh, this past weekend, well, whenever I don't know when they September eleventh. Never forget. Never forget. Uh, had a surprise party for you. Very surprised. I was uh, blown away. At his local jaunt haunt called Ray's Liquor. They have a little bar upstairs. Yep. All friends and family were there. It was amazing. I got it on tape. It was rad. I can't believe I didn't post it on the Slash U channels. What kind of fucking friend am I? Well, you know, you had some stuff to drink that night, so I can oh, imagine God. why you would you forget. I understand. Welcome to Slash U, everyone. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, just a side note at uh, Andy's um, surprise party. Yeah. Professor Nick here. Uh-huh. Wasted. Yeah. They have these fucking alcohol slushies there. Yeah. And like beers on draft that are like 12% fucking booze. Ray's Growler is uh, a rotating tap of various craft beers from all around the state and beyond. You get them from Illinois and Minnesota and stuff. And uh, Ray's always has something new there. And a lot of times, yes, they're like 8%, 13%. Seriously, like one of my beers had, I fucking found like some buried treasure in there. And a fucking. Ooh. And a fucking damn carp swimming yeah. through it the it's slushies like, though they will sneak up on you good god anyway it was a fun time had by all friends family hugs kisses. blown away i was blown away that you guys High put, did that my wife put that together thank you thank you lovely wife uh sure one of the nicest things anyone's ever done for me sure. is get, get a surprise party for my birthday thank you welcome thank to slash you and happy birthday also before we get into who we are what we sure. do and uh explain all that crap mm-hmm this we're, we're doing Blood Harvest, but we're only watching yeah. one more movie. Oh, shit. That's okay. All right, I just said the movie. But anyway, we're only doing one more <laughs> podcast after this until yeah. our live first annual Slash You Fest. Oh, yeah. It's good to mention that off the top of the show. October, October 28th. 28th in Cudahy, Wisconsin, down there at beautiful X-ray The very Arcade, famous, the very, very famous, famous X-ray, X-ray Arcade. Arcade. They're going to host a live podcast. We're going to watch the movie, have a brief intermission, and then Nick and I will uh, record the show. Right See how there. it goes. We're the first time. See how the sausage is made. I've been. See how the fudge is packed. I've been. See how the you know podcast is recorded. It reminds me a little. <laughs> that reminds me of the fudge pack. Reminds me of when we went to Uranus uh, outside of Springfield, Illinois. Oh yeah, yeah. Your anus was is is there? Uranus fudge shop. Yeah, fudge from Uranus. Google it. Anyway, uh, we're stoked on that. October 28th. I know some of you uh, listening are outside of the area, but if you're anywhere in a radius of Milwaukee, yeah. we'd love to have you. We'd love to have you. you know, there's a lot of places and cities and towns that are just within an hour's drive. I've only been podcasting for a year, so... <laughs> you know we are. We've celebrated a one-year anniversary recently. Oh, shit. Yeah. Happy Man, fuck. We didn't do anything for it. It's okay. We should do maybe something for episode 50, which is next week. We'll do an episode 50 anniversary. Sure. Why not? Don't tell anyone, though. I won't. Okay, good. Got it. And if hey. I sound like shit this week, oh, yes. I have a common cold. It is not COVID-19. <laughs> my nose is stuffed up. Can you taste and your that beer? Is it. I can taste my beer. It tastes there glorious. Go. There you go. And uh, the only thing I got is a stuffy nose. Everything. I'm not foggy. I'm not uh, you know, ready to pass out. No nothing. I put my mask on. Nick and I already made out. So we are slash you. We are slash you. Yeah. We're glad Damn you're with it. us this week. We're a podcast celebrating... And educating you, the listener, on campy, cheesy, sometimes forgotten slasher horror movies. Oh, from the late 70s and 80s. 1977, Perfect. Well said. We're going to spoil the whole thing. And we're not uh, professional fucking movie fucks uh, that that some people say they are. We sound like it sometimes. Well, we're just friends talking. We don't and mean a bit, to. Yeah, we don't. yeah, we're not snobs about it, for sure. If you were sitting in this basement with us, hell, come on, talk with us. We'd love to have you. 
Fuck. All opinions welcome here at Slash U. All opinions welcome, motherfucker. Hey, I already mentioned the movie we're doing. Episode 49, this is Blood Harvest. Blood Harvest. 1986, 87? Yeah. I got both. Directed by Bill Rebane. Rebane. One hour, 30 minutes. It's not rated. Probably rated R. I don't think this this movie was also called Blood Barn, which we will get to. Yeah. It was also called Nightmare. I don't know why it would be called Nightmare. I really don't know why it's called Blood Harvest, to be honest with you. I, because Blood I mean Blood Barn would have been perfect because yeah, there's always yeah. that fucking barn. Yeah. Yeah. I got the some, barn that everyone runs to. I got some questions about that. So we're gonna dive into this movie. Uh but yeah. I do wanna say Tiny Tim was discovered performing at a circus at a at a stop in Wisconsin. The director yeah. saw him yeah. and said, Hey Tiny. Called him Tiny. Yeah, hey, Tiny. Call him Mr. Tim. Couple, you know, triple, <laughs> double T. Yeah. Tiny Tim, would you like to be in this movie? Let me tell you what it's about. Tiny Tim was like, well, fuck yeah. For those of you who don't know, Tiny Tim is a cultural icon from the 60s. Johnny Carson fucking loved him. In yeah. fact, Tiny Tim got married to a 17-year-old girlfriend on The Tonight Show, giving them one of their best ratings ever. Like 85% of the nation. Really? Yes. I'm. This is not I did not know that. Tiny Tim was big on Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. Yes. All he was, a big nose, tall fucker, weird owl hair. So, yes. you know, the curly, long curly, hair. Curly, long hair. Yep. That could play a ukulele and had a falsetto voice. Like, yeah. oh my God, I want to sing. And yep. I control. I'm singing. Yeah. Now I'm yeah, yeah. singing. And I'm yeah. Tiny Tim. And I'm... But he's a bigger dude, too. Bigger dude. And not silly. And, and a nose to boot. No, he's got a you know has very distinguished nose. Absolutely. Uh, Tiny Tim uh, started kind of falling out of relevance and going through his phases of marriage towards the eighties, and that's when he started joining circuses. He still oh. could do something on a circus tour, or sure, sure. you know, still try to stay relevant as much as he could. Uh, so having Tiny Tim in your movie in the eighties probably tur- you know probably got some people to watch this movie. Probably. So I just kind of wanted to give a, a backstory on Tiny Tim. Also very important to know, this movie filmed in one day and one night. Yep. Screenplay written like in two days. No, I'm just kidding. The screenplay was written a little longer, but it's... Filmed I, in Gleason, Wisconsin. I'm glad you found that. I, I did wondering. not realize that when we picked this movie. I had no idea this was filmed in Wisconsin. I know he was discovered in Wisconsin, so it makes me wonder, because the auctioneers in the movie are real, the farmers are real. At one point, the auctioneer said something about Merrill. Which, Wisconsin, is, which is yeah. a real town. I was like, wait a minute. And that's when I looked this up. And then later there's some boys in the movie who have thick Wisconsin accents. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely filmed here. <laughs> they have the accents. They're from a Wisconsin. Uh, right. That's just uh, how no, they but sound. <laughs> this movie is like, it's, if Bollywood wanted to make an American slasher, okay. like Bollywood, this would be it. Like, if you were a 13-year-old kid addicted to, like, Mountain Dew and uh, fucking reading Fangoria as a kid... <laughs> And you were to direct a movie, this would be it. Oh, and you are from like Kazakh, Kazakhstan or something mm-hmm. like you, okay. Like if you were Lebanese, mm-hmm. this would be your movie. You have I, the most obscure like comparisons. Really? I thought it was fucking, that's a perfect analogy. <laughs> it is. You're right. Like, but you have one every week, Nick, and that's why I love you. I love you, you too. You always have one like that. But now I think it's time for... <laughs> Cliff Kill Notes, 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 brought to you by Applesauce. Ooh. If you love apples in sauce form, then you need to go find Applesauce. And now, oh, oh, Andy's, Andy's, Cliff, Cliff Kill Notes. I think you get more intense every week. I think so, too. What are you going to do for episode 50 next week? I'm going to I'm gonna do it 
Yeah. By, by farting noises. With, the, with your armpit farting? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do it in the voice of Courtney Thank Kardashian. You, uh, Thank you, Applesauce, for sponsoring this segment. The Cliff Kill Notes are uh, just a brief summary of the movie so everybody knows what's going on in case you haven't watched it. But please, go watch it. This movie's available for free on Tubi. Uh, and it is a delight. So when Jill comes home from college to visit her parents, she finds her house vandalized and her parents are missing. You see, Jill's dad is the local bank representative, president? They never really say. He's a representative of the bank. Were, yes, there you go. There appears to be some sort of recession going on because there's a lot of foreclosing going on on the farms in the area. So tensions are high and a lot of the local farmers are not very happy with not Jill's dad right now. Fuck no, they're not happy. So... Uh, while Jill is looking for her parents, she's also got some friends visiting, a boyfriend, a neighbor guy, a friend Sarah. And um, as time goes on in this movie, her friends start missing, going missing. Just like her parents. While her parents are missing. And the whole movie is figuring out who's doing it and why. You get to quick. You get to know you quick. Out who I mean, it is pretty of fast. Of course, yeah. like with the cup, with the with the poster, with the covers, with Tiny Tim dressed as Mervo. His name Mervo. is Mervin in the movie, but he goes by his alter ego, Marvelous Mer- Mervo. Marvelous Mervo. He's a clown. He's a clown. Mm-hmm. Here to make the kids laugh. His scenes were disturbing. Very. He's a disturbing guy. This is how. <laughs> this is Tiny Tim. For those of you who don't know, this is him singing the intro to uh, the movie as we get things going. Sure. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it, you know, you kind of figure like that's Tiny Tim. That's what he did. That's, I mean, fuck. made a career off of that. Made a career type of, of voice, that. the so, ukulele and all of it. Yep. We know that he's just, you know, he's a clown. So the first thing you're automatically thinking in the very beginning of this movie, Andy, oh, he's a killer. Well, yeah. I mean, it's obviously, it's called Blood Harvest. It's a slasher. This dude's dressed up. Hence, he's not. I spoiled it, but I mean, I don't care. No, it's you not. just find out quickly in this movie. But this is the scene where we do know it's a small town. After we hear that fucking disturbing, <laughs> creepy, I mean, uh, Gary and Jill, Gary and Jill version not Jack of Jack and Jill. And Jill. Oh, yeah. Uh, there is a auctioneer uh, foreclosing on a house, a farmhouse, yep. and farmers are there, and they're they're saying, "Fuck you, this sucks. We're farmers." Yeah, so they're, they're pissed. They're pissed. It's obviously, uh, well, not obviously, but you 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 come to find out it's a foreclosed farm, and the auctioneers are there uh, auctioning off all the equipment, the land, and the farmers are mad. Because yep. it must be a friend of theirs whose oh, farm is. Oh, like seriously, the town is probably like fifty people. It's another small town. Another yeah. small town. So, as this is going on, even Tiny Tim's there without his makeup on. He's there just as a regular guy. But looks like a farmer. Looks like a farmer. But we do know that he's slow. He seems to have some issues with his brain, mental health. Yep. Uh, so, like, if Tiny Tim might be put, might you would think he should be in his asylum. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of just you know, just just not all there in the head. But this is. A, a, just a, it's a quick shot to a man hanging upside down, getting gutted getting, in the throat. Yeah, his throat's getting slit. We don't know who this is. No, nope. yet. yet. Uh, but it, it has nothing to do. I think a lot of these scenes, see, uh, scenes are out of context, in my opinion, Andy. I don't. I kind and of time wise, they're yes. Like I wish I could jumped around. Yeah, but they don't explain that. I mean, no. you know, you have to take the viewer along the ride. Don't like even watching it the second time. I'm like, why is this here? I understand that the people, the 
community are pissed off at the auctioneer. But yeah. why all of a sudden this guy's getting gutted? Are we to assume that it's maybe the guy from the bank? Who knows? Well, I think it is, but we'll only find that out later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're, you're right. But as the townspeople are getting pissed and everything's running amok, here comes uh, Jill walking Jill. home. We cut to Jill just walking, and there's a, a voiceover a phone call. It, it's her calling her mom about uh, she's still planning on coming home to visit. Yep. We don't hear her mom's voice, but nope. you know it's not a, a an answering machine, machine message because she is having a conversation. Yep. No, Mom, I'm still at school. It takes a long time to say goodbye to your friends sometimes, but yeah, I'm still coming and... Um, all the while the camera's on her walking and she says like, you know, I'll, I'll try to go meet dad at the bank and, and get a ride home with him. Yeah. She finds out that everyone's pissed off at her dad. And so she, he might need some cheering up because yep. he's part of the bank. You know, this town, it's a, you know, probably a populated town of like 20 people. Gleason, and- Gleason, Wisconsin, I think is a small town. If we're to believe that this is. It was filmed in Gleason, Wisconsin. Yeah. But. I, I mean, it, it could be. I know it was filmed in yeah. the fall just by the, yeah. the farm they filmed on. But Oh, yeah. They're beautiful so, fall colors in the Yes, trees. exactly. Anyway. Um, but he, she is walking <laughs> to the bank to, to canoodle with her dad. Yeah. She kind of looks like if a valley girl were just starting meth. Oh, okay. Interesting. Like yeah. yeah, like just starting. Not just fully starting. addicted. Just yeah. like, she still has all her teeth. Yeah, she's still flirting. She's flirting right. with it. She's like, Mom, oh, yeah, and... I'm kind of into meth now. Yeah, I'm a um, little bit. I'm dabbling. So she up she, to my ankles in meth. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes to this small town bank where her dad works, and uh, she meets Edna, the bank teller. This is I don't know why I love the scene, Andy, but I do, and here's why. They don't do don't, they don't do cutaways or cutbacks, so no. it's like it's just the back of her head, Edna, Edna's yeah. head, while yeah. Jill talks to her. Yeah, and it, dad, Edna's got the no, I haven't seen him. Yeah, I, do, I, I don't know. I Your mom seen haven't seen her either over there. Seen her either. So uh, uh, Jill leaves. I, it is funny because Edna like turned to the other teller before they cut away. Yeah. So do you think we'll go out of business soon? A bank. I mean, banks. Bank? Yeah, like no. no You're foreclosing on houses. You're right. I, I don't know. Uh, so anyway, you but I just love that scene because range. I mean, it was just like they, you know they shot it quick. I mean, again, this movie was everything put together in 24 hours. It was I quick. Very, um, um, very interesting. Yeah, and we go to a, a Tiny Tim or, or Mervo's uh, living room, and he's sitting in a chair, no clown makeup or nothing. He still has his overalls on. He's watching TV, and the TV is showing uh, news broadcasts of various foreclosures going on. So this is where we get a little exposition about what's happening in this town. There's a lot of, there must be some sort of recession because there's numerous farmers, landowners who, that are losing their land to the bank. They can't pay their mortgages or whatever. It's a tough time, it's in, a tough time. in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. It's a tough time. And, and that's that, what's funny, too, is we forget that in the very beginning of the scene, uh, who we find out is Gary, he he watches two bodies get pulled out in the rain. That's true. That, but, right. we learned, that, that was that's in the very weird. beginning, right the before. the very beginning, yeah. He's kind of looking out the window in the rain. As and, Tiny Tim's singing that, Gary and Jim, yeah, two bodies are getting taken away. Yeah. Uh, but we learn later that that took place months Previously, ago. Previously, yeah. Again, um, out of sequence, I think they could have told backstory. I'm glad they told a backstory. Yeah, yeah. But I still think it so much was out of sequence. In Part of the news broadcast that Mervo is watching is uh, the news reporter says um, Mr. Robinson, the representative of the bank, needed yeah. to be uh, needed a police escort. Yes, Nick. That's how violent, or, or, or I guess, the civil unrest was at an all time high. They took the stage. That's well, Jill's dad. Jill's Mr. dad, Mr. Robinson. Oh, here's to you, Mr. Mrs. Robinson. Robinson. Running the bank can yeah. be fucking tough. <laughs> so dig this, though. 
that is a good point. Like, you know, again, the story's coming together. Yep. Jill's family is, they're not stoked for Jill or her family. Because yeah. when she goes, to, when she enters uh, Ollie and Goldie's uh, restaurant, yeah. they're known for their home cooking. They are. Um, I saw that on the sign. She meant, she's, she's there to see her friend Sarah. Yeah. Who's a smoke show, by the way. Who's who's the she's the Sarah's eye candy at the counter? Yeah, Sarah's a cutie. So those old farmers going there probably to give a wink, wink and a toot, toot to Sarah. <laughs> but that said, she's getting glares from the townspeople. People are looking at Jill like she's a she's COVID. Yeah, they are, yeah. They're giving her dirty looks. The the guy sitting next to her spits on the floor in her direction. She's like, "What's your problem?" Yeah, I'm a guess. Sarah's like, "Your your family." Do you have any not, meth? <laughs> Sarah's like, "Your family is not popular yeah. right now." So let me give you a ride home. Yeah. Sarah I'm almost done. Ride. So Sarah does give her ride to the house where we notice it's been vandalized. Yep. Somebody painted uh, thief. bastard, thief, scum. Get out of here. Yes. Like it was. All over Jill's house. As she runs to the house and opens a door, there's an effigy of, we assume it's an, uh, of her, her father. Dad. Yeah. Uh, hanging in the entranceway of her house. A, did you notice the arrow? arrow yeah. And the fletching in the arrow? Mm-mm. Green and gold, like the Green Bay Packers, oh. baby. <laughs> I noticed it right away. The fucking, I didn't even think about the it. arrow in this effigy had green and gold fletching on it, and I was like, "Hey, they used a Packer arrow, isn't that hey, great?" That's over there, over there. That's great. Maybe he had a brat while he was doing it. <laughs> More accents. Oh my here. god, Whatever. it was the best. Um, but as she does it, I'm house. gonna get my Packer arrows. <laughs> Special green and gold arrow. Then I gotta go there musky fishing over yeah, there. No shit. Um, but this is what I thought was weird. She gets in the house yeah. and there's a dude with a, make, a clown makeup on her house. A tall dude with weird. Yep. Mervo the clown's there. Mervo the, but she, and she doesn't seem startled. She's like, "Oh, Mervin, Merv, yeah, Merv, what are you doing here?" Yeah, like to me, I was freaked out right at first. Even if I did, like if you were. I guess if you were in my house with clown makeup on and hello, Nick. But you know it's me. Yeah, I'd still be like, Andy, be what's more, up, dude? Why, why are you in yeah, my house without me here? And why do you have clown makeup on? Yeah, where are my parents? Dick. Well, that's exactly what Jill says. Oh, well, yeah. You know, She He's doesn't question him. the makeup, but she just says, like, why are you in here? And where are my mom and dad? He's got a bouquet, and he's, you know, Jill, I picked these for you. You're right. I'm so happy We're to see so you. We're so happy that you're home. Um, <laughs> yeah, but obviously he's... He knew she was coming home. I guess yeah. word got around the. Must I think have. it's a population of like eight people in this town. <laughs> yeah, that uh, small town, Wisconsin. And uh, in walks Gary, Merv's brother. We find out um, older or younger. Uh, younger, I think. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's older or younger. You know who he looks like to me? Uh, the guy from Blood Rage. Yes. This isn't cranberry sauce or whatever. He looks That's like that. Right. Dude. Yep. You're right. He does. Even yeah, Jody and I were like, hey, that kind of looks like this guy. Kind of looks like if you were to take. Uh, cheap cocaine and put it into DeLorean and somehow you took it to a lab and the cocaine and DeLorean got uh-huh. mixed up with John Schneider, that guy from Dukes of Hazard. Wow. That would be him. Okay. If if John Schneider no, if Ricky Schroeder had oh, sex Jesus. with a bag of cocaine and a DeLorean. I'm just kidding. We need slash you super fan <laughs> to go back all our episodes and mix together your analogies in one montage uh, i'm just uh, i'm joking and at some it. point i think we i still want to get like some sort of board or some sort of list of all of our movies so when you reference one like like blood rage you can go back and say that was episode yeah me too 19 whatever it was uh, we're on 49 right now uh, yeah we are I, i'm I, glad we're ending on 50 before uh, episode 51 break. at yeah. episode 51 at uh the x-ray arcade yeah mark your calendars so, so. Uh, gary and murph split gary well gary explains times are tough people yeah, are pissed yeah, yeah, at yeah, jill's yeah, yeah. dad uh, he says, I saw your dad just yesterday, and he told me to go to hell, and 
that's it, really. We got to just understand now more that people are mad at Jill's dad yeah. for closing on their farms. And that Gary and Merv and the families, the Jill's family, they're all close. They're all small towns. Gary must be a neighbor, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. we definitely get that. I mean, I definitely get that scene, uh, especially later uh, within this movie. But as Merv and uh, Gary leave, yeah, she decides to reminisce around her house. She just kind of settles in. She looks out the window. There's an old abandoned barn. Uh, the barn. Hand. It's the barn uh, that, that they never go in for whatever reason. Uh, until. It's weird. Until. Later. Later. That's yeah. where everyone goes. Yeah. And, um, it's like that Geico, like, let's run to that dilapidated dark barn. <laughs> Geico commercial. Uh, she gets a phone call and picks up the phone, and it just, somebody says, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Hangs up. Fuck you. And just that, then a not, brick flies through her window, too. Not a Wisconsin, Wisconsin accent on that one. No. Like, it, more of like a... Just a regular accent. Yeah, I, I guess, know. but how would a... Neutral, <laughs> non-regional dialect. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, it was definitely. And then a brick flies through her window at this, about the same time. People are not happy with the Robinsons. Nope. And she goes outside, uh, probably to try to find who threw the brick. Uh, the camera gives us a quick shot of Merv. Of that dilapidated barn. In the barn. With that, it's the dilapidated fucking it, old yeah. barn. And Merv's looking out the, the, the sliding the doors, like with a creepy clown smile on his face. Again, the original title of this movie was Blood Barn. I think that would have worked better, Andy. In my opinion, definitely better than Blood Harvest. I wish I knew the reason behind that. Maybe there was already a Blood Barn. Maybe that taught, you know, I don't know, but Blood Harvest... They're not harvesting blood. No, that would be better for that fucking motel hell where they're growing people or whatever. Like, yeah. Anyway, uh, go ahead. I, I apologize. She looks for around for the brick thrower and starts to stumble through the woods and sees, you know, a guy in camo, I guess, or something, yeah. uh, running through the woods, and she's trying to catch up to him, you know, hey, who are you? And she gets pegged in the head, right in the forehead with a paintball. I, but at first glance, you think she's shot in the head. Yeah. But you know she's not going to die, but no, still. No, she's our main her- heroine. Heroine, uh, final girl, final girl. And she gets, uh, it kind of knocks her on her butt, and that was funny. <laughs> These are uh, some real thick Wisconsin accents. One of them's like, "Jake, you shot her in the head, you wackadoo." <laughs> <laughs> oh, These man. seriously, like the main guy in this, like they, like their name, their probably names are like Dale. Yeah. They don't have names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't have names, yeah. but they're just guys playing paintball in the woods. What are you doing out here? And she's just like, I was trying to get to town. <laughs> You're trying to walk to town? You know, and the one guy says, I'll I'll give you a ride. I'll drive Dale. you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll drive give you a ride over there. Do you notice he has a Confederate flag on yes. his front license plate? Yeah, which is weird for Northern Wisconsin. I don't feel Wisconsin. like that's a Wisconsin I don't thing. either. Yeah, but I, anyway. I did. I did think about that. They're trying to just make him out to be rednecks, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stereotype. Stereotype. So, this guy, we'll call him Dale. Drives her into town to the sheriff's office, and um, he wants to take her out on yeah, a date. Yeah, can I can I take you out on a date? Uh, and she's just like, no, I'm engaged. And uh, you know, she gets out of the truck, and he's like, well, how about some meaningless sex then? And drives away. He just wants to touch a boob. <laughs> she rejects him. She totally rejects him. <laughs> but uh, we find out she's engaged. She's got a fiance. So yeah. there's that. So that's kind of good news, I guess. It is, for... and we'll meet him later. Oh yeah. So. I just think those uh, that that idea of her trying to find out who shot the brick through the window, yeah, brought her to the barn. Only reason they had that shot with Tiny Tim and his clown makeup looking through is he the killer? That's I'm, really. I'm it. getting sick of uh, of that shit because quickly we find out he is not the killer. No, but she does uh, finally after Dale drops her off <laughs> over there. Uh, no. I can't do Wisconsin accent. It's okay. You do uh, great with the Italian. Uh, thank you, Sam, very yeah. much. There, Andy's. I'm gonna keep it going. Uh, 
She uh, does finally get to the sheriff. Is he supposed to be the comic relief of this movie? The sheriff? Yeah, he's got some funny parts, but they're not super funny. No, they're not funny at all. So she tries to tell the sheriff, hey, this is what's happening in my house. Um, she just busts in, you know. Yeah. Where's he's like, oh, calm down, woman. Yeah. This sheriff sucks, Nick. He do- he's He's got a softball uniform on. Yeah. He's trying to make a softball game, and, and yeah. he's like... Oh, there's someone at your house. Like, oh, blue, 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 blue. Like, she doesn't believe her. Not a fan of her father either. Oh, yeah. Well, he's obligated to protect the town because he's the sheriff. You know, anytime I don't have to interact with your father is a good day. Yeah. But finally, she convinces him to come check on the house because it's vandalized. It is, bless you. Excuse me. COVID. Uh, It's vandalized. It's, uh, there's an effigy hanging there, a brick through the window. Yep. So he, he, he reluctantly goes to the house. This is what I don't understand. When they get to the house... All clean. All clean. <laughs> when all no the fixed, words, all the words painted on the side like, are painted over. Blended well with the original paint, I guess. Like you would think you would have to almost play the whole house. Like do the whole house. Yep. You would have to paint the whole house to get that out of it. Yep. The effigy's gone. The window's fixed. Like that's fast. Not even cardboard over. You know how nope. sometimes you put cardboard or wood over it just to keep it secure or you know wind out or rain the no, everything is fixed and so this makes the sheriff think that old jilly girl old jilly bean is what we should call her old jilly bean is uh, full of fantasies yeah she's just pulling on his toe we also have a real quick scene here nick where mervo is kind of ducking into like a little like i called it a hidey hole oh yeah i was wondering about that yeah. i have a question about it's that i'm sorry like a, it looks like a little like cave or some sort of storage shack in the ground i don't know and uh, he's approaching a, a somebody who's tied to a chair. Yeah, but how come he doesn't help her? I don't know. He's got like a bag. A food? Some, a food bag with some in it. And he's asking her like, do you want something to eat? He obviously knows right from wrong. It's very strange. It is strange. It, I wrote that down. I'm sorry. I went this, past my notes. Is this in the chair? I think it's Jill's mom. Yes, it is. Because he calls her Mrs. Robinson. Oh, it, I know it's his, yeah, it's his mom. The, he sings so, a little Mrs. Robinson song. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He sings like... Something like, here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Uh, I don't know. I know Merv, <clears throat> Mervo, the wonderful clown, is slow. Yeah. But You're I, right. I don't right understand like why he's like, well, let, all he has to do is untie her wrists, and she's free. He's afraid it of the It looks killer. like it's a little cellar. Like, they used to build yeah. underground to keep things cool. That's what it looks like. In the summer. Right. Uh, You're exactly yeah. right. Uh, but... Uh, good call. Um, I did. I, I even have that. Like Andy, how come he did not? But that's let her another thing. We're like, oh, is he the killer? He's holding this woman hostage, or he's holding her in a chair. Tied but to we a know chair. he's not the killer. So I just it, it confused me. It bothered me because yeah. I still think because he, he knows right from wrong. Obviously, we find out in this movie. So back at the house, everything's suddenly clean. The the sheriff doesn't believe her. Doesn't believe Jilly Bean, <clears throat> and uh, you know, or, you know, there's so much chaos going on for poor Jill, missing parents. Yep. Um, you know, uh, community chaos with everyone dis- dis- uh, disliking her family. Yep. And as she sits there uh, within herself, Mervo is at church singing. They cut back to Merv, yeah. He's sadly singing and praying. Analyze this for me. Go. Yeah. He's like up at the altar in the church on yeah. the floor on his singing knees. Singing. Singing. And praying. Was he, sing- he was singing. God, I love. I don't know. Yeah, he was singing like a hymn, I think. Yeah. But he ends. He, it, the scene ends with him crying and saying, "My parents, my parents." <laughs> that was pretty good, right? It's pretty good. Yeah, even when I'm sick. Nice. <laughs> <clears throat> so we uh, cut back to Jill's house. I mean, there's only really two scenes that we right. have within this whole movie: Jill's house and Mervo, and, and yeah, and, and the barn. Yeah. So back at uh, Jill's house, Gary comes shows up and uh, he says, "Hey, are you happy, Jill? I cleaned everything up." And she's like, oh, you, oh. you're the one who cleaned everything up. Because wow. he cares for her. Yeah, the sheriff this didn't. Is, I wrote Gary to the rescue. Gary to the rescue. Yeah. Gary wants to see them boobies. <laughs> uh, 
this is when they start getting the idea. Uh, they you, go on a romp. Yeah, they they you know they we find out that, that, that they grew up together in this small town of like four people. Yep. So they decide to go frolic and romp in the fields and reminisce at the old treehouse. Yeah. With the old makeout room. <laughs> wink wink toot toot. Nipple so, yeah, grab, they, nipple uh, grab. <laughs> they go out to romp in the in the woods and play and whatever. And we go back to Merv at church. Still on his knees, still kind of praying, and he's like, "Why are they dead? Why are they dead?" And the priest is just, "Yeah, like, hey, I'm here for you, I'm homie. Here for like, you. He's, he's even got anything. credit." But and, the, but and Merv says, "Like, you know, why would I need that?" Yeah, yeah. but I, I'm glad. That, but this was a good shot scene to scene because as Merv is sitting there crying about his parents, we go back to the treehouse, tree and Gary uh, kind of opens up more about the murder. Of the his murder parents. of his parents. His parents were how, murdered. At finding them and fucking up Merv and yeah. kind of making him kind of go into this uh, personality. Clown, uh, like a clown persona. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It sort of really messed with Merv. So, uh, but then this is when she also tells uh, Gary about her engagement. Yeah. And her love, Scott. Yeah. He's not too stoked on this, students of the it's U. It's pretty obvious Gary likes Jill. Gary wants to see damn boobies. <laughs> So they were frolicking in the grass or whatever. Just um, oh, they also made a, a reference to you know. Remember when my dad caught us? Yeah. Oh yeah. Us? Yeah. So they must have been somewhat romantically well, involved. When you're when teenagers and you're growing up in a small town of like you hormones know, are running. Yeah, you're dude, experimenting. Like, Let's gonna, do it. Let me see that penis. Okay. Let me see that <laughs> behinda. Like people are gonna want to see stuff. But this is also when we keep going back to Merv and his dialogue. I am the mask of the theater, and I don't know what I'm doing. Like, it starts <laughs> pissing me off because it keeps going back and forth. Okay, we know Merv's weird, but his... He's pontificating about how he has to act happy, even though he's not. Oh, analyze yeah, Dr. No, fucking Freud. Yeah, I don't want to sound like a cinephile. You are a cinephile. But that's what Merv says in that little scene. He's talking about I'm how, s- like, I wear this makeup, I'll be... Pagliacci, the happy clown. Dude, I'm really impressed with your fucking Tiny Tim impression, dude. I'm not lying. That's pretty rad. <laughs> I'm you. serious, man. Oh, I'm... my goodness. And that's Stop. what he... He also sings the Gary and Jill song yeah, that... over Gary and Jill. As uh, a, yeah. Uh, running Gary through the field. the hill to fetch a pail of water. Yep. So, uh, again, <laughs> good point, Andy. That's a great way to bring it up, cinephile jerk. But uh, <laughs> as we still kind of... Uh, we we go into um, Jill on the phone with her aunt. Well, she's talking to her aunt, but she's really we're trying to set up to what we're going to see more of Jill. Because yeah. from this scene on until the end of the movie, she's pretty much naked the rest of the movie. You do see quite a bit of the actress who plays Jill. Literally, yes. you see so, a lot of her. So she um, she's still you know she's still concerned about her parents. She's concerned about what's she's going on with wrapping the up a conversation with her aunt. There you go. Haven't haven't seen them. You I haven't know, seen them, but I'm gonna. It's obvious her aunt's telling her not to worry. Yeah, they're fine. I yeah. thought that you know she thought they'd be at the aunt's house. So it's yeah. nighttime. I'm gonna go take a shower. Yep. So, but the shower. After she gets nude, the shower turns into a scalding because someone's playing around. Yeah, we've got a, a shot of a gloved hand turning off the cold water. Someone's playing games, Andy. And the the shower gets super steamy, and Jill stumbles out because it's obviously too hot. Yeah, right. so she's too hot, but then the then the water <clears throat> then goes the off. off, off completely. So it's like you know, but when she's getting out of the shower, it looks like she could use a tiny trim. Oh Lord, <laughs> you get it, like Tiny Tim. I get it, and Bush. I, it I mean, was, I I like it was the eighties, man. Yeah, that's that, what, I just thought that was a Tiny Trim. That's a good one, like a trim pubic nope. region. Nope. nope. But then Tiny Tim, who's you have to explain it. Okay. I understand um, the joke and I love it. <laughs> again, I want to go back to this. I, we're still on track here, but we would have yeah, brought this yeah. up anyway. The oh, actress, cool. yes, 
Her name, uh, it's a beautiful, Itonia? Itonia, yeah, Itonia Salchek. Students Salchek? of the U, true crime friends. Please. Don't listen to us. I'm just kidding. I, I do like true crime. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, it's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So no one can find her. As of 2021, she doesn't go to cons. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't make appearances. Yep. She's not on any chance. You would think she you could find her. the face of the earth. Well, you brought up like maybe she went to a nunnery and she changed her name to Mary Mo- Mary Mo- Mary Joseph Mother. She joined a convent or something. Yeah, or you know she moved to Prague. Never know. But I would say like if this movie was eighty six, she's probably twenty one when she made this movie. So I would say she's probably like fifty four now. Yeah. So she's probably. This is the only movie she ever did. Yep. Uh, IMDb doesn't even have a photo next to her name no. in the in the uh, cast list. So again, right. I, I just wanted to bring she this up be because the, she she <clears throat> does okay. I mean, I'm not putting it down, but true crime fans locate her. Itonia Itonia Salchek S A L C H E K. Anyway, so anyway, Jill's uh, freaking out and uh, because of all the water pressure and the yeah. shit, she's got just on a little robe and some panties. Yeah, and uh, guess who's uh, stalking around the house? Oh Jesus! Oh Merv! Yeah, Merv come walks in, just walks in. Yes, that's what I wrote too. I'm here. Yeah, you know? right, I'm here. And she's like, "Thank goodness, Merv," because obviously she's somewhat comforted that he's there because mm-hmm. she, she knows him, uh, and she's a little freaked out by all the water shenanigans. So she's like, "I was just about to make some coffee. Do you want some?" And he says, "I'll make, I'll it. make it for I'll you. I'll make it for you. Have a seat." And he, um, <laughs> it, what does he do here? He like gives her a cup of coffee. And does, then does, he, he, does he try to touch her boob? He goes, "I'm a, I'm a tree. tree," and she loves and it. All the birdies love me and because of my branches. And she laughs, and he leans in. Like, t- is he trying to kiss her? I thought he was trying to touch boob. I don't know, because she just goes like, or touch oh. pube. She goes, "Oh no, yeah." She's no, like, "No," Merv, and he's like, "Oh, Murph cannot be happy." Uh, yeah, I make everyone else happy, but I can't be happy. I thought that scene was weird, dude. I'm Very talking weird. about like when he's talking about the tree, and he, the, yeah. the, and he puts his arms out, and those are the branches. Yeah. And she's sitting there going, <laughs> "I'd be like, dude, get out of my house, homie." She quote unquote, he he storms out. Kinda. Yeah. He just not, leaves. Mer, yeah. He walks into her her his her house uninvited. Yeah. Gets pissed because she says she doesn't like his advancement. Yeah. So he leaves pissed. Typical white we man. We cut back to that hidey hole uh, uh, storage area where the chair where the woman was tied up in the chair and it's empty. Empty. There's rope there. Sure There's rope there. That the chair is there. No lady. Yeah. So um, now it's nighttime. Yep. Jill's in bed, Jilly Bean, as I like to call her, and she hears sounds outside, like a squeaking sound. At first, Andy, I thought it was like a, a dead cat or I a dead a animal. Yeah, or I was just like, please don't show a dead animal. I don't care about dead people. Just never show dead animals. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it, it wasn't, but it was a figure. Somebody. And they're trying to make it Tiny Tim, and obviously it's not. It's a fucking woman. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh my god! It's just I, a quick frame, so I didn't really. I I watched it the first time. I was like, that's obviously not Tiny Tim. Yeah. And the second time I watched, I even paused it because I was like, it's, I mean, and I know it's not the mom. Maybe Mrs. Robinson got away and she wouldn't just sit on a fucking swing and be like, oh, maybe what should I do? She, it's, it's, anyway. But it's uh, a squeaking of the swing, it's, yeah, which so freaks Jill she, out. Yeah, it's, it's not tiny. But anyway, she calls uh, the reluctant sheriff, who doesn't want to come over because he's 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 playing with cards. He's got a poker game. God damn it. Yeah. This sheriff is does everything Sucks. except sheriff police this community. You're exactly right. But why she just says like there's somebody outside on a swing outside my house. You got to come over quick. And he just says like fine, fine. Don't open the door for anybody until I get there. And that's when Scott calls her boyfriend. Her boyfriend Scott calls. Yep. Fiance. Fiance. Good call. And she's panicking. Oh Scott, I'm so glad to hear your voice. My parents are missing. Now there's somebody outside. Uh, he's like, you know, call the police. I just did. Stay on the phone with me. Yada yada yada. 
And then um, next thing you know, oh, there's someone on the porch, and it's the sheriff. He's With, there in like two minutes. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a small town. There's I like guess. only like two people in this town. He gets there in two minutes, and of course, he's like, I found your prowler. And it's tiny fucking, or it's Merv. It's Merv. And I know that's not him on the fucking swing. And I know it's not our killer, who we all know who it is now. Gary. It's Gary. Yeah, it's uh, just, it's so stupid. <laughs> and the killer wears pantyhose over his face. Yeah. It's, and it has not, it doesn't look anything like Tiny Tim. It's stupid. Well, and Jill he, tells the sheriff, take her yep. home. And she goes to sleep. And an intruder breaks in the house and hits her up with some chloroform, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's a little later at night and someone climbs in her window and just throws a, a right, a chloroform handkerchief over her mouth. Andy, as someone who's uh, chloroformed a lot of women, how long does it usually last? I'm just kidding. How dare you? That's a loaded question. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But no, I mean, not I've playing. Never I'm not joking. It. But I'm saying like, because to, yeah, I've never known about chloroform. I guess you could Google it, but he just yeah. gives her a little sniff and she's out. Yeah. Well, she's already asleep. Yeah. But, right. And all he does is put her hand over her mouth and she's. She doesn't struggle. She's just. She, she just, sniffs and she's sniffs asleep. And she's asleep. And, and he ties her, her arms and legs to the oh, bed. This is when I started getting uncomfortable. I was like, please don't be a rape scene. And then, yeah, I know. I didn't it's want it's it not saying it's even better, but it's, at least, you know, he, it's. He, Opens up her P- her PJs and you see her breasts, her bubies, her bubes, and he starts to take Polaroids while she's conked out. Yeah, and Not I already fun. know it's scary. I know it's scary. Well, and then they uh, kind of smash cut to um, uh, showing the killer a close up of him taping these pictures on the wall. He's a good photographer. If he can match, I mean, those are well matched. Yeah, he like tapes the photos Making on the wall to make a bigger composite photo of her. of her. And in the photo, she was wearing a bra. Did you see that? No. Yeah, she wasn't topless in the photos. She was wearing a bra. Are I you? S- I'm now serious. I'm gonna go back and watch yeah. it because I swear I saw pubes. He's taking the pictures. She's topless when he's taping them on the wall. She has a bra on that matches the. Panties. She's not even wearing a bra on because she just still got in the shower again. Yep. She's nude. The rest. My of guess is the actress probably didn't want photos of her naked. She's like, I'll appear naked in the movie, but no still no, photos. That's. <laughs> I can take screenshots. Okay. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Listen to me taking everything literal. <laughs> so guess who arrives the next morning after she's been? Oh yeah, uh, she wakes up. She has no idea. Yeah, he, she, he must have untied her and then just left. Yo, her yeah, yeah, exactly. That's and what, she woke up not with no knowledge that she was he's, drugged. The killers always done that, or the yeah. perpetrators always done that. He'll turn the lights on. Yeah. Turn the lights off. When he's there, turn the yeah. lights off. When he leaves, turn the lights on. Everything's back to normal. So she has, she wakes up the next morning not knowing that she's Yeah, because Scott, her fiancé, is there. Guess who, guess who this guy is? Anybody familiar with uh, Six Feet Under? Anybody familiar with a little show called Parenthood? Anybody familiar with a show called Sports Night? There you go. Peter Krause. He's on 911 right now on Fox. 911 on Fox. He's a pretty big actor. This is a movie debut. Yeah. Big deal for him. He's got a very, even on IMDb, he's only credited his boyfriend, not even fiance. He has a name. They say his name like a thousand times. Yeah. Scott. His name's Scott. So Scott arrives the next morning and, uh, and it's just a quick flirt. Like she's like, where are you? And he even notices all the lights on. He's like, were you scared of the dark? She's like, huh? I thought I'd turn them off. Yeah, I forgot to shut them off. Oh, well, let's run around the house and flirt. That's all they do is just flirty play around the house. Until... He's trying to get busy. He wants to see some baby. He wants to see some pubes. But he does. He does. I mean, she's very open. I mean, they're, they're engaged. Yeah. So, But this is Gary noticed. It's a Mercedes outside? Is it a Mercedes or a BMW? I think it's a Mercedes. It's a car. I just wrote car. Mercedes. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure it's not a van. Uh, Gary <laughs> notices the Mercedes out front of Jill's house, and so he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go take a peek. I don't recognize this car, so I'm gonna go right. be a voyeur and go look in the window. Yep. And boy, is he was he up harood and awaking awaits Gary. Yeah, poor Gary sees Scott and Jill making out partially naked on the living room floor, and you can see Gary is upset. Oh. He's sad by this. Very much sad, so because old six feet unders get to touch some old <laughs> boobs over there. Right. You know, old uh, uh, Chicago 911 or whatever. Yeah. Just before they actually have sex, the phone rings. Yep. And it sort of stops everything. Uh, it's Sarah. It's, uh, it's uh, Jill's friend Sarah. The diner girl. Sounds like she's coming over later. Uh, and they sort of stop their flirtatious flirtiness, um, get get dressed again. And Scott decides he's going to go into town to get some beers, yeah. but to talk to the sheriff about he, the he wants to rub some fire under the sheriff's ass because, you know, yeah. he's like, I, maybe I can help. So he takes off, and this is, um, so she's like, okay, boy, see you yeah. later. And so she's still <laughs> in her underwear. She's yeah. wearing his Oxford shirt. He takes off, but before he can back out of the driveway... <laughs> He sees a figure kind of stalking around the house, around the fields of the house. So he's yeah. like, he's going to give chase. Hey, wait a minute. Who's that guy? And guess where they wind up? At the old fucking barn. They're in the barn. And this is where he gets whacked to the face. I mean, like whack-a-mole whacked to the face. And I don't know if this is where I should do it, Annie, but this is my... Dick kill! Shot of the week! week. I mean, he it's not get, where Scott dies, though. It's not where Scott dies, but yeah. that whack to the face yeah. with the baseball bat. its You feel it. Dude, I felt it. I watched it a Dude, he gets whacked the fuck out. Yeah. I was like, like even when we watched it, I mean, I was like, holy sh-, Like, I exclaimed really loud. So, he gets whacked to the face. Not dead. No, but, but tied up. But we know he's going to die. Yeah, he gets tied up, hung upside down in the barn by our killer, yep. uh, who's got pantyhose over his head. And the <sighs> it's green. Fucking, it's army fucking jacket. Gary. Well, yeah, because then I'm the not next, saying that to you, but Jill's doing ballet in the house with <laughs> yeah. loud music playing. I know, but she's no, practicing it's ballet. ballet in her panties, and they do this awkward, like even Tony's like, "Holy awkwardness!" Yeah, they do this crotch shot because she's practicing <clears throat> ballet and she's pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. But a camera was like, "Okay." Do that one, but let me get right under your vagina. Right. Okay, action! <laughs> uh. And at that point, Gary Gary comes running up like from the direction of the barn. Yeah. So if you don't realize Gary's a killer by now, like this is a dead giveaway. Yeah. He was somebody with a pantyhose over his head, and now Gary, in in his regular clothes, comes running from the barn. You're like, oh, well, obviously he took off the disguise. Just whacked the like, fuck out no of No shit, Gary's, uh, our, Gary's yeah. our guy. Did he move Scott's car? Yes, Okay, because yep. they, they didn't show it, but obviously... No, they did. Oh, they, they, they showed, showed the him moving back. Scott's yeah. car? They showed the Mercedes backing up. Oh, yeah, I know Scott was backing it up, but then he stopped and got out. But they didn't... They didn't. I don't think they showed Gary moving it, because Jill obviously doesn't... No, they showed Gary moving it. Oh, they did? Okay. Yes, okay. I'm sorry. I missed yeah. that. They, they I did. I probably playing yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, but also you can... <laughs> 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 no, but they could also... I mean, like, towards the second time... Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to get to note points and trying to... Yeah. I just was pointing out some impossible continuity error, but it obviously wasn't. He definitely moved the car. There were some yeah. other, you know, like again the barn, like the, the the one like with Tiny Tim not knowing. Those are continuity issues too that I did. But yeah. I definitely remember him moving the car. Probably just stash it like in some trees, you know. Yeah. Like his Gary's scheme is coming together. This was then when he is um, talking to Jill about how oh I saw a car here earlier. Just thought I would. Come check on you. Because I'm your brother. Yeah, I'm a brother. Yeah, so. yeah. And she explains that it was Scott. I want, and he I, went meet, in, I want you to meet him. He went into town. I want you to meet him. And they sit over a cup of coffee. And she tells Gary all about 
how she met Scott because mm-hmm. they kind of fade. Uh, you know, obviously, time has passed a little bit, and he she's saying like, then one thing led to another, and led to another, and here we are. If uh, what did she say? If my dad hadn't interrupted yes. us back then, I wonder if it'd be you and me did instead you see of face? Scott and me. <laughs> did you see his face after that? Yeah, what a terrible thing to say. <laughs> What a horrible thing, that, like, for Jill to say to this poor guy. Jill knows that, she, you know, I mean, she, she knows he likes him. his heart. Crushing. Like, he, he she's not. She's obviously really bad for Gary right so, now. Uh, right well, in that I don't moment. know if I felt bad Just for in that moment, I felt yeah. bad for him. For, for her to say, like, gee whiz, if my dad hadn't caught us when we were kids, I probably would have wound up with you. Instead of Scott. And I wonder how far they got that before that. poor guy out. is just like, uh I thought it was creepy though too. Like he got friend zoned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love friend zone memes. Anyway, the friend zone. A... <laughs> I just like saying it like that. Gary, holy Welcome shit. Welcome to the friend zone. Dude, that is that is something that's gonna go on our channel. That okay. is the greatest point that this is the biggest friends friend zone we've seen. And any, yeah. I mean, I can't really think of any more. I know, like, uh, we don't have them up. Like, out of the 40, the, this is the 49th one we yeah. watched. Or, no, 48th movie we watched. Yeah. But I can I'm tell sure you. I'm sure there's other friend zones. But this one is probably the worst. Oh, for sure. I, and I know you're right. You're, yeah. You're, that line alone. Yeah. <laughs> if my dad hadn't caught us, I might have wound up with you and not, Gary, not Scott. Friend zone. <laughs> when you see Gary's Gary's face falls and he's sad. He is. <laughs> if, if, if big black letters would have fallen onto his forehead. Friend zone. <laughs> you just got friend zoned. Uh, but he, I thought it was weird too. Like even in this, he's like, well, I'll, I'll sit and have coffee with you. Yeah. You know, for, for one cup of coffee and a sisterly kiss. Yeah. I'll hang on with you. Yeah, it'll cut. And she's like, I think I can afford that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, as they're uh, fucking hanging out, Sarah, our yeah. diner girl, shows up. And just to, you know, she so does shows Merv. Up. Merv scares the hell out of Jim. Oh, that's right. I fucking, yeah. no, because this is when she gets pissed. Sorry. Yeah. They're having coffee and they're talking because she hears something and she thinks it's Sarah, but it's Merv. Out the window. Yeah. And she gets pissed at G- Gary, tell your brother to fucking quit stalking quit me. Creeping he just, around here. He just tried to grab my bub. Yeah. Yeah. Gary gets a little ag- aggressive with Merv. Like, um, yes. Gary, off, what are you doing this to me? Yeah. yeah get, oh, Gary, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gary explains that uh, back when they had a working farm, all the animals were Merv's friends. Uh, and when their farm foreclosed, they had to slaughter the animals, and Merv kind of took it pretty hard. Um, that's when Sarah shows up and the boys, Merv and Gary, split. split. And so the girls uh, not before go- Merv sings, "Good night, ladies. Good night, ladies." <laughs> I think I fast forward that part. Oh, it like quick. it started. Yeah, no. The first, I don't fast forward in the first part, but just to get to certain particular notes that I want in the second round. Yeah. Like I, on my second watch, you can Merv, skip some stuff. Merv yeah. was just—he was starting to get too much for me. I love your imitation of Merv, though. Thank it really you. doesn't give me PTSD or nothing. So Sarah, friend zone. <laughs> you just been slash you friend zone. Friend zone. Sarah shows up and they have girl time. They're just sitting up in the uh, in her bedroom talking about boys and yeah. penises, putting and, lotion on uh, the and skins, braiding hair, or, or whatever. gets the hose again. Yeah. <laughs> but then Sarah has to fucking get back to the work. She has oh, to shit. get back to the Gotta diner. Gotta go to the diner. Yeah. And, and she, Sarah she, leaves. She, she uh. She yeah. uh, gives Sarah a kiss, a French kiss, slightly oh, touches her breast, not. and then they get in a pillow fight, she and feathers does. start to fly everywhere. No, right. Yeah. But she uh, tries to get to her car right outside the house, and it's all locked. Jill blasts the radio, which is an uh, explanation for why Jill does not hear what happens next. 
uh, Sarah's car is locked, and uh, a creeper in pantyhose, pantyhose over his face uh, grabs her, ties her up, takes her to the barn. That's there's a little chase. Yeah, but whatever. But I no, mean, because the, there's yeah. a chase. Yeah. But where does she run to? The barn. The fucking barn. It's only a hundred yards this, away. Yeah. Well, I mean, you would. I would. I would never go hide inside somewhere. Like my fur, fight or flight, yeah. whatever. You don't go bang on the house. <laughs> yeah, hey, Jill. <laughs> There's some fucking creeper out Sir, here. Or fight. I mean, even if you run, you don't run. Oh, he'll never find me. This old creepy barn. Right. Anyway, that's where she goes. And uh, she gets tied up. She gets stripped down to her bra and panties. And uh, oh yeah, an arrow right through her hand. That's how she finally point. gets. Slow- she gets, gets slowed down because uh, he, the killer. The creeper killer has a bow and arrow, and he yeah. takes it right through the hand. With them Green Bay Packer fletchings. Them green, yeah, them Green Bay Packers. And I'm gonna green go and get gold a, fletching I'm going to go arrow. get a brat over there at yeah. Ollie and uh, Gloria's over there, that home cooking. They show the games. It's delicious. Um, but she, but as Andy was saying, she is stripped down to her panties. Yep. And hung upside down by her ankles. Yep. Much like Scott. Sarah is uh, killed right away at this point. Oh, yeah, she is gutted. He takes a, the big old knife and slits her throat. That's my dick shot kill of the week. Dick shot kill of the week? Yeah! Sorry to yell. Slashing okay. students. No, but is it really your... Why is it your dick shot kill of the week? This was a slow one. and um, Oh, yeah. And Sarah was, you know, good eye candy in the movie, and I don't know. Just why did so he everyone... strip her down? Why yeah, did he do that? I, I don't know. Why did he yeah. strip Scott down? He didn't. Because even if you strip her down to your panties, I'm not... I mean, I'm not trying to... God, I hope I don't sound like a fucking... Perv. You do, but okay, it's about right. every week. <laughs> All right, so you know if you are into bukkake and you like watching anime porn, no, I'm just kidding. No, what I'm getting at though is you know obviously we know he likes to look at na- naked boobs. Yes. So why does. would he just be like naked? I don't know. But I, and I'm not saying this is rad, but he didn't strip down Scott. No, he didn't. What, you know, Scott Scott's might... still alive, actually, at this yes, point. Yes, and and he's fully clothed. Yeah, he might have nice penis. You never know. Who knows? But uh, instead, the killer put Scott in the friend zone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he strips down uh, Sarah and slits her throat. Yep. That's my dick shot kill. Dick shot kill. But Merv is still showcased. And again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it for you, Andy. But yeah. the body count is very low. I it mean, is. You, I think it's five. You don't have to but... spoil it for me, Nick. I watched the movie twice, just like you. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah. But I meant like because I know you do the yeah. body kill. We cut to cut. Merv saying Hail Marys at his. Yeah, uh, I don't know why he. What, what's, what's the fuck's going on? Like we know he's not the killer. Merv is obviously showing remorse for some reason. That, is it because he knows that he went to go feed Mrs. Robinson and she's not there, so we know she's dead? They're hanging full barrel in this dilapidated barn. Okay, Merv sorry. knows. What's going on? Yeah, I know, but and he just can't. He he doesn't have the mental capacity at this point to bring himself to, you know, deal with it. He's not. He hasn't. He can't turn in. We've already said Gary's the killer. Merv can't bring himself to turn Gary in, but he is still obviously remorseful. Oh, for what's I happening. think I know why now. Why? You want to wait and talk about it later? Yeah. Or, um, okay. So but now it's making sense Hail to me. Now it, maybe yeah. yeah yeah. So he's saying his hell marries and again Merv's scenes. <laughs> I think Tiny Tim's Merv scenes were filmed. I think. You know, just like, okay, let's go through all your scenes. Because a lot of him, it's just him by himself yeah. singing and having talks with religion. <laughs> but now we go back, and now it's nighttime. Yeah. Uh, Gary shows up at uh, Jill's house, and he's looking for Merv. Yeah. Hey, I'm just curious. Have you, yeah. you seen Merv? And she's he like, took off. He was yeah. pretty upset. And she's like, where's Scott? Yeah, Scott's and, not back yet. Yeah, and, uh, you know, she does, Jill doesn't seem to be too worried about Scott, even though he's just going to get beer. In a small town, and talk to a sheriff of a small town. 
30 minutes tops. It was uh, strange. So Jill's freaking Local out trip, about the Scott. quick trips right around the corner. She says like uh, Sarah just left and um, I showed him. I showed her a picture of Scott and, and, and Gary was like, oh, I didn't see a picture. I, I wrote the same thing. Yeah. If it, what's good enough for Sarah Sarah's is good, good enough, enough for me. Like, OK, little yeah. fucking jealous, jealous, jealous fucking much. weirdo. Friend zone. Friend zone. <laughs> jealous <laughs> of a, a picture of Scott. Won't get old. But um they cut back to Merv at his kitchen table singing about the Bible that he has. This is what my mother, mother gave me. me. I love it so much. I love this Bible. And I love it too. Anyway. Look at my bukkake. <laughs> uh, Jill's been, we cut back, Jill's been on the phone, obviously. She can't get a hold of anybody. Can't get a hold of Sarah. Can't get a hold of Scott. Scott. Where, you know, where's Sarah? Where's Scott? Where right. are my parents? Where's Waldo? Gary like, jo- she can't find fucking, <laughs> she can't find anything. Gary jokes that maybe Scott... Uh, yes. met Sarah and they ran off together. Ha 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 ha. I wrote that too. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote ha ha ha. Yeah. Oh, you did? I did yeah. not. I just said it. Uh, Gary thinks that Sarah and Scott ran off together. They yeah. met like in town and went off to Vegas. And then yeah. he's like, come stay at my house, girl. Yeah. I'm here for you. She's and like. Not stuck in the friend zone. <laughs> she's like, nope. Yeah. Because I'm staying here at my house. And yeah. I love, but this, why did it make, he's like, well, if you get. You know, if something happens, just whistle. And she goes, like, she can't whistle. And, and I cracked up. Like, I laughed really hard. I don't know why I laughed so hard. Like, yeah, it was stupid. No, it was funny to me because she's like, she really tries to whistle. And Gary just goes, like, yeah, and walks away. He knows he's safe because yeah. obviously she he can't leaves. whistle loud. But And Merv is still sad over the Bible, opens it up uh, uh, in the front cover. Of the Bible is a picture of a slaughtered pig. His friend, obviously, his friend. You know, his friend. It Balu- was Balula? Balula or something, the, the dead pig from when they had a working farm. Yes, and so. he was very close to his animals. Um, yep. Bringing it now, full, you know, like halftime. I know it's not halftime now here, but the it's idea... close. I mean, this is kind of like the... This, we're getting to the forte, but obviously Gary is the killer. Yeah. Tiny Tim um, depends on his brother to live because their parents are no longer with us. Yeah. Anyone who gets close to Jill, very much similar to our girl in Sweet 16, Belusa. Oh, yeah. Last week. Anyone who gets close to Jill is going to wind up dying. Wow, you're right. Because friend zone Gary yeah. needs to make sure his prey stays on lay. Hold on, hold on. I don't know. Yeah. That was stupid. Yeah. Anyway, so that's I'll kind cut of... it out. Don't worry. <laughs> so anyway, that's where we're at now, but it's nighttime. She's falling um, asleep on the couch. She cries herself to sleep. Yeah, crying she's, herself to sleep. She's because distraught. She's holding a picture of her parents. Yeah, where are they? So... Some dude wearing pantyhose on his head enters the house, or whether stalks her house. Yep. And only to give her some more chloroform. Drugs her again. She's yep. asleep on the couch, and it hits her uh, handkerchief over uh, her nose and mouth, and, and drugs her out again, and drags her, takes her, carries her out to the barn. This uh, creepy barn, the blood barn, or whatever, that's 100 yards away from the house. Yep. And, uh, I don't know, like, sets her down in the hay next to Scott. Scott, yeah, I guess he Scott's was... still alive. Scott's still alive, hanging upside down, doesn't yeah. blood in your head. I don't know uh, how long... It's it... been a few hours. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know... It's morning. I mean, I mean it's, it's okay. It's yeah. late at night. I don't know what his, his plan was here, but they're interrupted... By sirens. By sirens. The sheriff's coming. Why? Woo, woo. Do you think Tony I wanted Merv, to ask you the same thing. Merv called. You think Merv called the sheriff? Yeah, because he It happened off screen because we didn't see it. Again, a screenplay that was written in 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, there's some you know intricacies that could have been probably brought out more. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry if I sound like a cinephile. Well, but uh, I, I still think, because I was wondering the same thing, but then I started thinking about Merv. <laughs> because I now will be able to talk to you more about why Merv doesn't do... Right. Yeah. 
why he doesn't seem to do more right. But as you said, yeah. sirens come and interrupt them. So again, knowing that this is Gary... Carries her, her back to the house. Takes her back to the house, turns the line on, splits. Well, he hides in the house. Well, yeah, but he's, and, he splits. Because the sheriff, cause the sheriff up, looks around, yeah. And so. he looks, the sheriff kind of looks in the house, doesn't see anything out of the ordinary, and leaves. Yeah, well, no, but I, I will say, Gary doesn't leave. I mean, he does. The sheriff he, leaves. The sheriff leaves, but Gary leaves the house, too. He does. He, he goes has, back to the barn, and he kills Scott. And my dick killed It's My dick killed <laughs> shot. It's finally killed. Yeah. But I just, I, I he's my dick killed shot, because uh, yeah. I love the whack to the head. It was yeah, just, the baseball bat to the face was way better than the slit throat. Different. Honestly. Also, he's collecting the blood. He is letting Gary's blood drain out into a bucket. And we're you're right. I was at this point like, why? He didn't do that with anybody else. Why is he doing that? Um, I agree with that. That's the empty can of beer <laughs> that I just finished. Nick, Nick tried to drink. It's a it's a fucking Oktoberfest. I know, it's empty. You're sick. Oh, well, that's your fault, bro. <laughs> you got to keep track of your beer skis. <laughs> Kill it with more alcohol. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that might be edited Nick out. I picked up my empty and tried to drink it. Oh, that's just, funny. Okay. Yeah. I've been spitting, chew spitting. I've got, I'm just I've, kidding. I've, I've got, got COVID now. Yeah, this is awesome. Where were we at? Oh, yeah. Scott dies. So Merv. Hey, but he collects the blood in a bucket. Right. Uh, Jill wakes up. There's no hay on her or anything. Dude, Tiny she Tim. Was, she was in the barn. That was at that point, I think, where Tiny Tim took the pig picture out and looked. Yeah, at it. but I miss so much. When Jill wakes up, there's like no. She was on the floor of the barn, laying in the hay. He dragged her out of there to take her back to the house when he heard the sirens. There isn't a, a, a shred of hay on the couch in her hair. <laughs> he did a great job of cleaning her up. Yeah, he, he did. Or Merv did it. Mer- oh, okay. I don't know how he had time. He wasn't even there. I know. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Fucking. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. And uh, she goes to open the fridge, and it's the old bucket of blood prank. Bucket of... <laughs> <laughs> the old bucket of blood prank. When she opens the fridge, a bucket of blood kind of flies out at her. And Dude, it's the blood of her fiance. It is splushed all over her. She's crying. She's screaming. Andy, this is where I'm coming in to uh, kind of talk for like just like 20 yeah. seconds. This scene, but the, the following scenes preceding this yeah. disturbed me. It was me too. Um, <laughs> even though she is rolling around in blood, she doesn't know what Scott's blood. How could she? And and she, right away she doesn't. I mean, I guess she knows blood. I mean, it's only probably only been there for like. How, how did he? Did he like tie a string to the door of the fridge? I, even so that when she like that. opened it, it or came, leaned it, it like came flying out at her. Okay. Leaned, you know, whatever. I mean, it just falls. It doesn't like splash. No, but, but it still may be warm. It could be goat's blood. It could be yep. uh, the blood of a thousand ferrets. Like who knows? <laughs> but what I'm saying is that she doesn't know. It's Scott, right. but she's still traumatized. Something's going on. Gary, yeah. Hey, well, let, let me. He, he just busts in, busts in, grabs her, takes her to the shower. She's crying, obviously just freaked out. She does again, students. Yeah, everyone fucking she's listening. Like paralyzed by she, fear, but she doesn't know it's Scott's blood. Like I said, it could be the blood of a thousand, you know, ferrets. You said ferrets. Yeah, yeah. but I, I'm not. I feel bad for the ferrets. Me but too. I mean, you would still be like, okay, it's just ferrets. It's not Scott, the love of my life. So you're saying she's over dramatic? No, she okay, calm down. But she's I'm letting calm. Scott in the shower. He's fully clothed yeah. in the shower. Yeah. Undress her, yeah. soap up her boobies, yep. clean her off. Clean her off. Then takes her now clean body of a thousand ferrets blood. Just kidding. It's Scott's blood. Takes her down to the fucking couch, fully nude. She's laying there naked. Now she's just passed out, not chloroformed, <coughs> nope. nothing. She's just tired, maybe. But then he proceeds to soft porn 
Dude, it gets like weekend. Uh, Savage was that Savage, Savage weekend? weekend? Yep. Like this is the second. I don't know. Like these two can go back, back to back. Yep. yep. It gets soft porn freaky. Yeah, he do. starts sucking on her boobs. He does. Like I mean, we're like close up of nipple and mouth, and like, and I mean, I'm like, okay, now you're ra- now you're assaulting. Now you're I, sexually I can, assaulting. I can buy that she was um severely distraught over this bucket of blood hitting her. But she... Okay. Added to the stress of her parents being missing, added to the stress of Scott being missing, and her her friend Sarah being missing, uh, and now a big old bucket of blood flies out of the fridge ad and splashes all over her. She's obviously super, like, stressed and, uh, you know... I know, but... And I can understand the shower... I mean, I don't understand the shower scene, but I'll even give it that. Like, he's still just trying to wash her off. Yeah. But now when he like starts putting her on the couch and taking yeah. advantage of her naked yeah, it was on creepy. the couch like she's not even in the shower she at least was going, Oh, what's happening? Yeah. Oh yeah. like and now she's just fully out. So he, you know, sucks on her tits for a while. Excuse he does. me, I'm starting to get angry. Like he yeah. and so then he covers her up. <laughs> yep. Goes to sit on a rocking chair. I guess he's not done because he decides to get fully fucking nude. He does because we see Gary's butt. Hairy fucking crack. <laughs> you know, the carpets don't match the hair crack or whatever. I like, wanted to point out another cool detail I thought was cool. In uh, minor key, the music here is the Gary and Jill go up the hill song in a minor key. Oh, how did you figure that out? I just listened. And and it was it primarily hit when he was carrying her off to the shower. You, it, right after the blood hit her and he carries her off to the shower. It's kind of a... Is this from your music days playing the trombone? Sure, I just I just caught it. They just used the. It was like uh, it was the Gary and Jill climb up the hill thing, but minor that key, is, that creepy. You, and I thought it added. If I no, want to sound cinephilish, it added no, to it for me. I'll dig that. Yeah, but I'd like your point out of that. I think that doesn't sound cinephilish. I'll give you props props on that. Thank you. But I also like your imitation of Tiny Tim. Well, thank you. Um, but you know, again, this is <laughs> this was a weird scene. This to me. freaked me the fuck out. I didn't out. like it. It was too but creepy. She, too she, molesty. She finally comes awake. She's like. No, no, yeah, she, yeah, exactly. She's like, get the fuck off me. I love you like me. a brother. Yeah, don't she make shoves him right back where? In the friend zone. In the friend, <laughs> which he should like. Fuck him. I yeah. can't believe. Like, well, they're I, both I, nude, and she's got a blanket on, but she's like, no, get off me. Yeah. And she doesn't kick him in the fucking nuts and toss him out of the house. She just says like, stop, no, Gary, I don't want to do this. Maybe I love she, you like maybe a brother. She forgot. Like, After Scott and my parents, you, you're the next, you're the person who means the most to me uh, in this world. Blah blah blah. You know, and he's nude, and he was just on top of her. She, yeah. you know, she does know that, but she doesn't know, like, you know, like even she could lift her boob to her nose and smell Gary's horrible breath. I don't think Fuck. she rejects him harshly enough. Yes, I agree. Like, she should have called the sheriff. She should have. <laughs> he was this close to raping her. Like, well, he already did. I think he did by sex, yeah. you know, with her out and kissing yeah. on her breast. That is sexual yeah. assault. It absolutely. So. Uh, <laughs> Okay, thanks for listening. To yeah. that, that was anyway, just a very disturbing scene. So Tiny Tim is now in front of a mirror. To Merv. Tiny Merv. Is take, and now he's finally taking off his makeup. Maybe this is a scene where he's like trying to get rid of his other personality because there's something that he wants to it share. Like it's, he wants to become Merv again. Or Mervin, yeah, I should say. Mervin, yeah. It seems like he's psyching himself up. For he something. has to do it. Like I have to do it. I have to do it. I've what? got to get this done. And it so must be done. We fa- flash to a scene of Gary in the bar crying like a little baby. Fully clothed. Fully clothed. It would have been he, better if he was naked. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been better if he was still nude. Fully and he was better just, with a fucking knife in his if heart. If he was nude and, and on his knees going... <laughs> yeah. And, and 
<laughs> I can picture the words, the block words hitting him in the forehead again at this point. <laughs> Friend zone. Again, you dick. Yep. <laughs> Poor Gary. So he's crying like a little fucking child in the barn. He knows he has no chance with Jill. And uh, right. Jill finally is fully dressed. It's been about back in the house. 48 minutes. She's back in the what house. What time do you think it is at this point? 2 a.m.? Mm. 3 a.m.? It's still night. It's fall in Wisconsin, so daylight savings hour. I would say 11 p.m. <laughs> okay. And Merv busts in. Yeah, and so tiny t- Mervo busts in. He approaches her, kind of freaking her out, but he's like, I want to show you something. You must see this. I must It'll, show you this. Yeah, they, you and ex- have to see it. It'll explain a lot. Yeah. And um, he takes her back to um, his and Gary's house. Yeah. And backstory time. Yeah. Backstory so time. So we are um, next Th- door. Things you must see. You must see this. And um, You want to tell the backstory? He shows Jill's all kinds of pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't catch what all the pictures were, but they're pictures of Jill. Well, they're primarily the ones where she was naked, yeah. and drugged, and in bed. Um, but um, a suicide note from Gary and Merv's mom talking about how the farm is foreclosed. You know, your dad is talking about ending it all. I can't live without him. And therefore, they both hung themselves. And she can't live without him. He can't right. go on living without his farm. Without farm. So I can't live without him. So we're both, yeah, both going to hang ourselves. Gary and Merv's gonna... parents hung themselves. And and the reason, and Gary found the bodies. He did not want them to go down as suicides. Yeah. He wanted to make it look like a murder because yep. then people would feel sorry for them. And that's exactly what Merv explains, mm-hmm. um, which is really unfortunate. And and and, and, he, and Merv was afraid to tell anyone, Andy, because he this is what the whole thing. Yep. Now it all makes sense. Yep. If if Mervin would have narked out his brother, he would have been sent to a home. Gary would have made sure he got put in a home. Right? Yeah, and yeah. or he, you're right because but he's he has enough intellect. He has enough intellect to know that a yeah. home wouldn't be good for him. So what you're saying is Gary is like his guardian, and without Gary there, yeah. They so that's why him he off. didn't let. The, here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Here's why I can't let you go. Yeah. No, no, no. Like he can't <laughs> let her go because if he does let her go, and she says Gary, Gary could go to jail, then what's going to happen to Mervin? Merv like Mervin's in hole. a Mervin's yeah. between a ukulele and a hard place and a hard place. Yeah. Um, but he knows enough right from wrong that he's like this has to stop. He knows that his brother's committed some murders, and uh, he finally, I think, has reached the point where, if I go to a home, so be it. But yeah. These, this killing has to stop. Good call. So he's showing Jill the truth. And this is when Gary enters the house. He's like, what are you doing, Mervin? <laughs> and they get in a fight. And yeah, so Jill does it. Yeah, a struggle. So Jill has just been a, a, you know, kind of inundated with all this information. Yeah. She's processing it. Yeah. But as this fight is happening between brothers, Tiny Mervin grabs some scissors and we think Gary's about to die, but our friend Jilly Bean picks up a gun, yeah. boom, and shoots Mervin yeah. in the hip. It was an accident. Yep. Well, she says, I didn't mean to shoot him. I didn't mean to kill well, she, him. I maybe scare him. Yeah. But anyway, she does shoot him. But this is when we see after, and so Gary, I mean, sorry, Mervin goes down. Yeah. And Jill is like, I'm so sorry. It was an accident. I just wanted to. <laughs> and this is when we see the true colors of Gary come up. He it's okay, Jill. Yeah. He gets a little freaky yeah, in psyche. Yeah. He, he proposes that they run off together. This is the first time she does that stock hold. She agrees with it. Yeah. I think she's trying to mm. save her skin, you know, because what else is she going to do? She's totally. got to roll with it to, to find an opportunity for escape. She does run, though. Um, but she... <laughs> yeah, she runs in... Uh, uh, back to her house and tries to call, but the phone doesn't work. Gary just shows up in his pantyhose. Pantyhose back <laughs> on, on his, his head. On his Gary's head. like, well, instead of letting her know, I'm going to put the pantyhose on. Maybe it's a fetish. 
uh, who knows? He likes it. Yeah, and, he uh, does like. It. I bet they smell good too. Chases her into the barn that nobody's gone to, into <laughs> until now, and that's the body discovery. Because Gary lights there you up. Go. Good call. Gary lights up the lantern, and Jill is confronted with the bodies of her parents, her friend Sarah, and, and her dead, lover, and dead Scott, and screaming all the way. And, and Gary it, explains as she as she's doing it, like, "Hey, uh, hey, sweetheart, Jill." I hated being put in the friend zone. I had to do this friend shit. Friend zone. <laughs> I had to do this because yeah. they would have gotten in our way. He, um, this is cool because he explained like his whole evil plan here. Yep. You know, when you left, I never really got over the loneliness. Then I lost my parents. Then they, uh, it was only me and Mervin. Then, and then Merv retreated further and further into his clown persona. Yep. So I lost him too. Definitely. Uh, then you came back, but you had Scott with you. Yeah. So Gary's plan was to make it so that Jill would, um, have to rely on him. Yeah. Would that, need him. So uh, during this explanation, for a second time, she's like, okay, great. Fine. You, you're right. Let's, let's run make, away. Let's yeah. And make it look like Mervyn killed everyone. We'll put the gun they'll in his think, hand. Yep. They'll, so, they'll think Mervyn did it. Yeah. Yeah. So she's trying. And, and you know what? In a kind of a weird way, is he falling for it again? It seems like that. You know, what you do yeah. in the friend zone. But uh, she struggles uh, she goes for the knife, I think, and he shoves her away or something. But she she uh, does get him in the arm. Yeah, she picks up like a uh, some kind of farm tool, uh, not a pitchfork. It's like one blade thing. It stabs him right in the arm. You're right, and it's like that cool uh, effect where it's a fake arm. Yeah, and his his arm is his and, real and, arm yeah, is buried under, in the, under the hay, hay. Yeah, underneath very, the yeah, hay. Very, yeah. um, but very uh, typical eighties. Yeah, uh, right through the fucking forearm. Yeah, right. Ugh, that was and, nasty. And uh, she always tries to leave early. Like, I would have... Really... The movie could have ended right I, here. I, yeah, but also I feel opinion. like I would have made... If I was Jill, I would have made him believe it more. Like, come with me. Like, even got naked. Like, I'm not saying... If I'm if yeah. I'm trying to save my life, I'm going to do it. Okay, cool. Yes. And even it'd take, like, 12 hours. All right, fine. Yeah. I would find the right opportunity to get the fuck... Carrie, you can come out of the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I'll take off my dress for all you. All right, so... Um, I can finish this up quick. She, uh, the struggle begins. Yeah, this they is fight. Like drawn out. Yeah, the the the. She goes to another small part of the barn where the dead pig, yep. Beulah, still there, I guess, and she's she's yep. hanging above him, or, or the pigs hanging above her, with dripping blood on her. Yep. She flips out. She's a dead pig, and but just as about just as he's about to kill her, to stab her and end her life, uh, he is shot by his brother Mervin. Yeah, um, he drags her back to the barn. Like there's oh, a yeah. pig room or whatever. He drags her back. To oh, the I know barn. that. Yeah, but I mean, it's yeah. again. And then, yeah, Merv shoots. Mer- Merv shoots. I don't his think brother. they needed that little uh, chase. I don't the, either. To the pig room. And I don't. The it pig seems, room made no sense. No, it seemed added and kind of pointless. Yeah. Um, Exaggerated. The almost first like. time they were in the barn where she stabbed him in the arm, he could have just knocked her out and picked her up and tried to tie her up, oh. and then Merv shoots him. I don't know why they I, they made him but, run well, to what, a different storage area or something what i don't like is that obviously you know that gary's not dead because he is breathing like a fucking like he just ran yeah. up six thousand feet of mountain tops Merge. like he's like he's going <laughs> <gasps> like you can see his gut going up and down and so you know he's alive and he opens his eye and opens his eyes uh for for us to think there's gonna be a blood harvest to the chronicles of tiny tim you know and like credits roll there you go they roll credits god dang it man like um, you're right, though. That's a good call, Andy. The ending scene, like, with that It was shit. drawn out. Yeah. They're in the barn. I Jill, mean, it would have been two minutes. It, yeah. Jill and Gary are in the barn. She manages to stab in the arm and run away to a different building. It's like some dilapidated storage building area. He knocks her into, like, whatever that pit is with the hanging pig carcass, and then knocks her out and takes her back to the barn. 
and then ties her up again, and that's where he gets shot. I'm like, they didn't need all that. But anyway, question, when her parents went missing, why didn't anyone search this barn that's right there on her property? <laughs> the sheriff? Nobody. She didn't even go in there. She came home from college to visit her mom and dad. They're missing. She never went into the barn I, that is 100 yards from her home. I could have said that's that, where her parents were. They were yeah, hanging there I for know. the whole movie. Well, the mom stayed in that little shelter for sure. a little bit. But, I mean, yeah, the dad was killed right away. because the, obviously the, the dad was the guy we saw at the very beginning. I still don't understand why Gary wanted everyone out of Because, obviously, the dad didn't like him. He just told me to go to hell. Yeah, I don't know. But you're right. That's a good call. Everyone runs this barn. They try to make it look dilapidated, like it's like over 150 years old. Yeah. And the woods of Wisconsin, the farms of Wisconsin, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Are there farms in northern Wisconsin? Uh, They're not too far north. Yeah, I was going to say. Central, central Wisconsin, I was about, Like more Wausau area? Because the glaciers moved all the topsoil southwards. Spoken like a true northwoodser. Yeah. Way, way up north, it's a lot of sand. Yes. That's why we have trees and stuff. That totally. There's it's, no, I'm telling you right you now. You got to truck in the topsoil. So I farming love, isn't a I big thing. I love Northern Wisconsin. Northern Wisconsin is beautiful. But yeah, there's there's not a farmland up there. Yeah, that's, uh, they try to make this. Southern, yeah, I, I would say this is more central. But yeah. um, I don't want to go ahead and jump the gun here, Andy. But uh, the, the kill count, I think, is going to be very simple. One, two, three, four, five. Jill's dad. Jill's mom. Sarah. Scott. And then Gary. But Gary comes to life. Gary comes to life. Like, I hated that. Four. I mean, you know, it's it's a typical trope of like as you say, like where coming back to life, his I'm eyes like, open up. Yeah, and the movie's over. Uh, yeah, Ooh, it's Blood Harvest too. Um, and <laughs> do we have a movie for next week? No, let's take a quick break, and we'll uh, do. Let some you blow shot. your fucking nose. Yep, and then we'll uh, we'll do some uh, announcements, you know, and, and recap and uh, and uh, movie for next week. Be right back. We're back. Hey, check it out, Andy. Nick. Let's bring this up one more time. Please. October 28th, yeah. Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. The very famous X-Ray Arcade, get friend-zoned with Slash U. We'll act like we like you, but then just say you're best friends on social media. <laughs> we'll let you see our boobs, but hook up with your friend. Yep. No, just kidding. Uh, we are excited about our live podcast that we're going to be doing. We're going to be showing a kick-ass movie. Yep. Uh, personally picked out by Professor Andy, which I'm so excited about. I hope it's good, man. Hey, but you know, here's the good news. If it's not, no one knows. So we, we can pick uh, another one. We will not announce it until the day of. Yeah, but even if we don't like the one that we're going to watch, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. I can't yeah. wait. Even if we like, holy shit, we thought it'd be better, we'll just pick another one. No we'll one knows. It yeah. can't, you know, so that's rad. Either way, it's going to be a blast. October 28th, doors open up at 6. Uh, it's 18 plus. Uh, all ages if you bring a guardian. So if you're 12, you can bring a parent, still come in. You must show proof of vaccination or yes. a negative test within three days. I think that's starting to becoming more apropos, yeah, like with these small concerts businesses and, and concerts and live venues. Yeah, yeah. We just had Summerfest here in Wisconsin. They were doing the same thing. Yeah. It's just, and with variants going on and science still evolving, we don't know shit. So uh, right. let's just stick with the, let, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, your body, your choice. So if you don't have a vaccination, unfortunately. Get a negative test. Oh yeah, get a negative test. Three days. You don't get, you don't, yeah, you don't. That's a great call. I'm sorry. It's, you don't even have seventy two hours shows you have a negative test you're in. Yeah, uh, harping on that too much. Again, we are so excited. We're going to show the movie <laughs> intermission. Start the movie around seven. Uh, we're going to watch the movie. Uh, usually we watch them about an hour and a half, and then we're going to have a brief intermission. Get your drinks on. Get your peas on. Get your poops on. And then we're going to come back. And Nick and Andy are going to go live. We'll do slash you. Um, still not sure the format. We'll figure it out. We got. Yeah. Th- we only have one more movie to watch after this, and we're taking like five weeks, couple six weeks, weeks off. Yeah, six weeks. Speaking of 
Yes. Next week is episode 50, 5050. And I'm excited about the one that we've been planning on. Yeah. We just picked it up. We did. But, but it looks it, good. It is rad. And uh, I'm going to just go ahead and start by saying it's 1986 and it's one hour, 32 minutes. It's called The Majorettes. Uh, available to rent or buy on Amazon Prime, which means it's great, right? Because every movie that you can buy is good. Just kidding. I paid for that piece of shit X-ray. <laughs> we few, have to remember to bring up the one. A few one, weeks back. There's only, it was my second worst movie. Oh, in fact, I yeah. want to bring this up real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, trump up your own ego here a little uh, bit. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Macabradaily.com. Macabradaily.com. Find them on Instagram. Look them up on the internets. Yeah. Um, joined up with those uh, bastards of weirdness and uh, am writing for yeah. them. Yeah. You know, just quick blurbs and shit about 1980s movies. The first one I did was Final Exam when you brought up X-Ray. That's what it reminded me of, Andy. Yep. Because Final Exam is the worst movie out of the 48 yeah. I've watched. So Nick wrote a little blurb for Macabre, Macabre Daily. Macabre Daily. Macabre, yeah. Macabre? Sure. Because there's an R in there. Not Macabre. I always say Macabre. I don't know how to say it. I looked word. it up like... I mean, I would, they they make it sound like it's like Macabre Daily. I mean, uh, I read it. I liked it. Thank you. You wrote a little listen. blurb about the movie Final Exam, which was terrible. It was the fu- now. Listen. <laughs> yes, I'm listening. Macabre. Oh well, there you go. Thank you, computer. Yeah. Macabre. You're right. All right. Well, if the computer says it, then that's <laughs> macabredaily.com. Yeah. Instagram. Uh, they do all kind of true crime, yeah. horror, slasher, fucking. Uh, let's uh, beef them up. But anyway, so anyway, um, we're watching the majorettes next week. Yes, yes. A um, high school majorettes, uh, high school high school majorettes are being methodically killed by a mysterious masked figure. Meanwhile, a local gang are involved in suspicious activities around the school. Much that's, like is that like the, the IMDb the assistant principal or whatever that one we had to watch? Uh, oh do. yeah, we didn't. We watched the movie and we never did an episode <laughs> on it. That's a lot. That's like a lost slash you. That was like <laughs> class of '84. Yeah. That was a doozy, man. This, the, the I'd go back and files. do that one. Yeah, yeah. The, the Lost Files of Slash U. Yeah. We still got to figure out how I to do Patron. We, we watched that, and we were like, this isn't a slasher. We can't We can't do this. <laughs> Not at all. But go watch The Majorettes, uh, and also follow us on Instagram at Slash U underscore podcast. Check out www.slashupodcast.com as I work to update that. That will be up to date by the time we go live uh our live podcast on the 28th hell yeah october so, 28th so october 28th we have a lot of shit going on oh you know what fuck our episode 50 yeah it's gonna be our anniversary episode one year 50, yeah. one year whatever and also kind of our birthday episodes <laughs> oh sure you had your birthday my birthday we're gonna be off the air yeah but uh this will be my swan song Oh, because I will be turning when we're when no 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 not swan that sounds like I'm ending yeah no, it sounds be like my, we're ending slash you no what? for five weeks we're ending slash oh. you but uh, I will be turning 34 as uh, we continue oh, that's a dirty lie but thank you Nick hey um, and thank you students of slash you I hope you enjoy this week's outro um, oh yeah <laughs> it's the end credits to um, uh, the movie we just watched. Uh, Blood Harvest. So it starring was Tiny starring Tim. Tiny Tim. This is this the is, end credits. So. This is him. I'll put it in here uh, when I edit. But uh, you're, you're listening to it Good now. Call, Eddie. Thank you. And until next time, class dismissed. <laughs> class dismissed. Uh, marvelous Merville, at your service. Marvelous Merville, that's my name, and I'll do my best to entertain you with magic and laughter. 
but that's my game. I could light up the sky each day at sunrise and darken the clouds when it's time to rain. That's some of the magic I have mastered. I'll show you the rest when you call my name. I want to make the whole world laugh, even if the laugh's on me. Oh, I paint a smile upon my face, there for everyone to see. So put a smile on your face, like your old friend, Merle, whenever you're feeling alone and blue. Like marvelous Merle, you'll soon discover a smile can do magical things for you. Oh, 